Hello friends and welcome back to another little mini podcast series, mini podcast of the little podcast series, whatever, um, for, this is a terrible introduction. Anyway, as you guys know, I've been doing a little mini podcast series with some of my past clients, giving us some of their juicy chicken nuggets that they have learned from growing their business. Um, and just having them on, it's been really nice for me to reconnect with them as well as some of them. I haven't, um, they haven't been a client for a while, so it's been really nice to talk to them, see how their business is going to see them absolutely glowing and beaming and just so happy. It makes me obviously really, really happy to see those results for themselves today for our last guest. We have Gabby who has been my photographer in the past. We did a shoot in London when I was living at the Rosewood, which was a bang and shoot. If I don't say so myself, she was also in Queen Alchemy and she also became a one-on-one client focusing on business growth um, and helping her to not be hustling so much in her business, but creating that growth and that um, expansion from a very feminine, relaxed, receptive place. So uh, without further ado, let's welcome Gabby. Just a reminder that BABA is opening on the 6th of July for the early bird enrollment and you get 2K off for that early bird and then it closes on Sunday. And then the week after the normal enrollment will be open for two weeks and then BABA is closed until sometime next year. So this is your chance to join if it feels aligned for you. If you feel like you have loved seeing my growth or even if you're a new follower and you just want to be in my energy and learn from me and you want both that strategy side of the business and like how to do certain things as well as all of that feminine stuff. And I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do, but rather I'm giving you a bunch of different things that you can do. And it's about doing what feels good for you. And of course you need to take action and show up and that's going to get you the results. If you just like do nothing because that feels good, well, then you're going to get nothing, right? So yeah, I'm really excited to welcome those of you that are joining us for this last round. It's going to be a banging round. We've got some new live modules coming in. I just want to also remind you guys that like Liv talked about, I think it was Liv or one of them talked about in um, their little mini podcast series, if, if you, maybe it was Marina, I can't remember. One of them was talking about, and I just want to second it and remind you guys, I did a really good episode on like the fear of investing in yourself, which I would listen to if you haven't already listened to it. But, um, if you've tried like everything and you are doing the same thing over and over and you haven't done some huge different thing, this is your time to, if you're not going to take massive action, don't expect massive results. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to see you. So nice to see you. How has everything been? I'm excited to see this little project you've been working on. Yeah, it's literally just uploaded now to my store and it's been like hell for leather for the last two days because I like took two weeks off and I'm like, I was going to live my life. How beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, why did I put a deadline so close to a holiday? What an idiot. <laughs> but oh, well, it's done. It's done I'm like, yeah. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Well, we just had a little photo shoot this morning is what we did. Um, but obviously like it was it's not hot. Sorry. It's super hot. It's so fucking hot. It's like 33 yeah. degrees Celsius today. That's and nasty. like when we were shooting, it was like 31. 
just this morning and we lasted about an hour and I had my the whole like all of my hair like my hair was like fully curled this morning and it's all dropped because all my back was just covered in sweat so like all my hair was like there was there was like water droplets dropping off the end of my hair like that's how <laughs> sweaty it was it was not a vibe <laughs> No, I could see in your hair and the other pictures, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen your hair straight. I was like, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Sarah would be like, flick your hair. I'm like, it's stuck to me. I can't flick it. Like, and it's all stuck together because it's like wet. There's no like, there's no like nice kind of hair flip. It's just all stuck <laughs> and sweaty. <laughs> oh nightmare anyway this came out great (laughs) thank you you for doing this with me let's just jump straight in um do you want to share with everybody a bit about you your background and kind of how you got to be where you are yeah so my name is Gabby I'm a photographer and a coach for new photographers as well um I've been doing this for about three years now but I've been a photographer for like 10 years um and really like my business just took off when I decided I just didn't want to work full-time in an office anymore and thought fuck it I want to give this a proper go and I haven't looked back since really um so yeah I live in Edinburgh now moved over from Australia in the middle of a pandemic manifested like a motherfucker for that you did you Um, did I did. And I had a huge pivot in my business last year where I stopped doing boudoir and wedding photography and started focusing more on like branding and fashion and um, on the education side of stuff. So teaching new photographers how to be photographers, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh my God. And you are a very talented photographer. Very talented. (laughs) I'm so fucking sick of this COVID bullshit. I wish I could just like fly you over, have some epic shoots, like I'm so grateful that like Sarah has got like quite an eye for it and she's like picked things up so quickly that like it's easy now to like just go do a little mini shoot for, you know, some Instagram pictures. Um, But it's, yeah, it's hard to find a photographer that like gets you and you get me. Um, I get you. You do. You do a really good job capturing the vibe. So anyway, okay. What are some of the key things that you've learned that have changed the game for you with your business? Um, some of the key things I learned have been that, um, one of my biggest things recently is that you'll get as many sales as you're meant to get, you know, you get as many bookings or as many clients or as many, whatever it says you're meant to get. And that's been a really long process of me trying to figure that out because, you would, I find that we associate our success so much to numbers. So for a really long time, like if my shoots didn't book out or I only, only in your know, little thing, I only had seven sales or whatever, that it was a really big deal. But actually what's always happened and every time um, I've gone through a shoot or gone through a course or whatever, it's always been the exact amount of people that I needed for it without fail, like depending on how much energy capacity I had, or even just on the day of the shoot, like shoots would run hours behind and thank God that somebody didn't fucking book in that spot. Cause I would have been even more behind. So just leaning into the trust of you are always going to get exactly what you are meant to have at that time. And just like really leaning into that. So that's been something that I've learned a lot um, in the, particularly in the last six months, I would say. And as well, the more fun I have, the, the more they just come of ease to me, you know, I don't have to work so fucking hard for it. Like, yeah, I have to work hard and I put effort and energy and stuff in, but actually the more I enjoy myself, the more it just kind of happens with ease. But that's a really hard thing to do for me because mm. I'm very much a go, go, go person. So it's still a learning, but yeah, two of my massive takeaways this year for sure. Yeah, love that. Amazing. Um, okay, so if someone was starting out their business and obviously like maybe more in the photography aspect or whatever, what would be like something that you would tell someone that maybe people don't talk about enough or is underestimated when you're starting out your business and trying to grow it? 
two things I I would say. First of all, that it can be quite lonely, um, particularly if you are not surrounded by people who are doing the same thing as you. So I found it quite a lonesome thing when I started out on my own business journey. And I didn't really expect that. I didn't feel like that I would have not as many people to connect with. So that's a big part of, of starting out. Just the awareness that it may be a bit of a lonely ride and you're going to have to kind of like fight people a bit to be like no this is what I want to do and I believe in myself so you have to stand up for yourself a lot when you start out but it becomes easier over time when you connect with like-minded people and all of that Mm -hmm. Um, and another huge thing that I would say to people as well is that however it started don't expect that that's how it's going to be in the next six months like you have to be so open to it pivoting and changing and just acknowledging that what you thought it was going to be to begin with is not how it's going to be forever most of the time I would say anyway like I started out as an event and like christening photographer you know like christening. I went through this phase I got, about you. It was so weird. Like I just got booked, like God bless, like thank God for like all these amazing like big Italian families who are just always having babies and they just loved yeah. me. So they kept like hiring me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought, oh, this is how I'm gonna make my money for life. Like never did I think that I'd be creating digital courses. And I'm sure in another three to five years or even shorter, it's gonna change again. So just being open to the fact that it's gonna pivot and change all the fucking time, and that's fine. And that's the key thing, right? If it could be shorter, like even when someone says to me, like, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, I, I, I can't do those like strategy five-year things. Someone, I'm going to do a shoot in Sedona. So I'm probably not going to be as good as you, but I'm like, I literally said to him, I was like, these pictures are going to turn out so fucking good. He's like, okay, okay. Um, anyway, but he was like, oh, we should have a brand strategy meeting. Like do your three-year, five-year goals. And I'm like, dude, no. I was like, I would need like 10 margaritas for that shit because I like, the thing is for me, Gabby, and like, you're the same, like we're so magical that we just like quantum leaping all the time and getting things so fast that even what I can want in five years time, I could have that in five months. So when someone says to me, where do you want to be in five years time? I literally, am like, I don't fucking know. I have zero idea. I'm just like continuing to like say yes to opportunities and go with the flow. And all I know where I want to be in five years is like personal stuff, but I don't know mm-hmm. with business because that shit just like, it's just fucking taken off, you know? It's like it stifles it as well, doesn't it? You know, if you're thinking that far ahead, it really like limits potential because I think we we never realise how much bigger we can go. We always mm-hmm. undershoot it all the time as humans because we just can't even fathom how big it could possibly be. So by setting such a strict plan on it, it is, it just stifles all the potential opportunity that you wow. could get and closes so many, so many doors. And that was actually something, I think it was the first thing that I ever saw you post. And I was like, oh, this chick really resonates with me. And I remember messaging you being like, oh my God, finally somebody who's just like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing. I'm like, cause I don't know what I'm fucking doing. I'm just figuring this out. <laughs> and you know what also like with the whole like five-year plan X, Y, and Z, I feel like it can also be very limiting because you don't even know what's available to you sometimes until you move up those levels. So like if someone would say to me now, like, where do you want to be in five years? I could say like, oh, like I want to, you know, have really big events and like have a book. But the reality is that in three years time, I could be in a whole other like energy field and energy level that there could be all these other opportunities that I was not even aware of were possible to me like now. So I feel like people also, if they're doing those five year goals, they're not even aware of what's possible because they haven't been exposed to it yet because their energy isn't like even close to being a match for that um so yeah anyway love that love that okay (laughs) next thing okay what is something that you've learned from me that was a juicy chicken nugget that maybe you want to reiterate to people you want to remind people of or you just want to like share what happened to you 
Oh my gosh, I have so many nuggets from you. I literally <laughs> had to write a list and just like pick from them. Um, but one like more from a personal point of view that's really stuck with me has been to be less reactive about things. And that has been so game changing, like particularly around my partner, like worrying about the toilet seat being down or the dishes being in the sink. And when you just said that, it was just the weirdest like realization of, oh, it's really not a big deal. <laughs> like someone at some point, like I think women as well, they were always like, oh, the men leave the toilet seat up and blah, blah, blah. And it's just become this, expectation that we should be upset about it and I was like I really actually don't care like I genuinely just don't really give a shit so why am I getting mad about it (laughs) it's such a weird thing we're like programmed to it I was watching Sex in the City last night I'm watching it from the beginning again and like the series and I was actually (laughs) watching it just being like all this is is women complaining about men like the whole episode is just like men this men that like complain complain and just like exactly what you said it's literally like we are programmed essentially to constantly be let down by men and for men to like never be good enough for us rather than just being like it actually is not a big fucking deal like if they cut the sweet potato the wrong way like nobody is gonna die no one's going to fucking die. It's going to be all right. That was like, it was such a funny thing because it just doesn't, hearing it now and saying it now, it just seems so obvious to me, but it was just like such a game changer. And I just like relaxed with my partner so much on the way that things were done because I genuinely just didn't give a shit. And if I just asked him to do it, he would do it anyway. So it just really yeah. wasn't worth the while getting so cranky about. So from a personal level, that was a, a big chicken nugget. Love it. Um, but then from like more of a business point of view was really focusing on when I do launch something, how do I want to feel on that launch day? And every other time when I've launched a product or a service, I've had like a bit of nervous energy, but mostly stressed kind of energy. Like what if it doesn't book out? What if this, what if this? And and you had said to me when we coached together was how do you want to feel on your launch day? What would you like to be doing when you're launching? And that was just never even an option to me. Cause again, it's projected to us that on these big launch days and when you're working, you know, I'd been working in corporate and stuff when something goes big, it's like this fucking stressful shit day. And I was like, no, I actually really want to enjoy when I'm releasing things and, and launching things. So got my thing thought launching today. So I'm going out for drinks with a girlfriend as soon as it like Yay. launches tonight. So just changing the mentality around that has been a really, really nice thing. And this is the first launch since that coaching chart though. Mm. So it's good. First time right Yay, in the I'm moment. Excited. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And now Gabby, sell yourself to us. Just tell us all about you and how amazing you are. Oh, I'm fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm a branding photographer in Edinburgh. I when I can travel all around the world to capture people in their element, but I only work with people I really fucking vibe with. So I love to capture people's essences and just go against the norm of like, here's this like white wall and basic mm. fucking boring Boy. branding smile. My laptop kind of vibe. Like each to their own, but I just love doing something different for people and everyone getting a different experience when they shoot with me. And and to leave feeling like knackered because you always feel fucking tired, but just like, oh my God, I want to do that again. And mm-hmm. and I love that. So that's a huge part of what I do is the, the photography side of things, but also educating people and teaching them how to take a photograph and, and feeling empowered and liberated by knowing how to use a piece of technology that maybe bewilders or baffles them or seems like so un, unattainable, you know, to be a photographer. It's just being able to give people that, um, and like empowering them to either be a photographer for a hobby or take it into a business. I love to see both both sides of that. And that's just something that I absolutely love to fucking teach people. So my academy is open in August this year and I'm really excited to welcome 30 beautiful humans into that space. And uh, yeah, all that's over on my Instagram so everyone can learn about that. Perfect. And you do such a good job at like doing very different kind of shoots. Like 
I love, and it can be really hard to find photographers sometimes that like, um, understand like capturing someone's vibe. It's not just about like the dress or the fashion. It's actually like capturing that person's fucking energy in a picture Mm -hmm. and the whole shoot, like just being like their essence. Like you could not capture my essence in like, yeah, a white vanilla brand shoot like it has to be like flash and big dresses and half naked and champagne spraying everywhere (laughs) you're just so up for anything like when we were at the rosewood and then I I can't remember how it happened but I I was um shooting in the lingerie and then you said like let's put the robe on and go outside like with the robe on to do the champagne and I said to you on like naked or something or in the lingerie like no robe like I misheard you and you're like that's not what I said but let's do it and I was like yes and (laughs) we like you weren't like funny about me being like let's go be like pretty much naked in the streets of London spraying champagne you just rocked it um because I definitely have worked with other photographers before where they can feel a bit uncomfortable when I want to do things really outside of the norm or that maybe they haven't done before and you're just so up for anything and you just like trust yourself and have the confidence to be like I can shoot flash for example um which isn't something that you normally would shoot correct yeah it wasn't something you normally shoot but you just like like Monica wants it we do it um and you just figured it out it. yeah you're just like up for like making it happen which is fucking awesome so you're amazing my favorite part of what I do you thank you so much I love like just that thing of being like oh it's so open and and as you said with the other photographer kind of like you sit there trying to figure out this brand strategy for the day and like there's so much magic in spontaneity and just like right. trusting whatever happens at the shoot and your energy in a in a zoom meeting is going to be so different to how you turn up on that day mm-hmm. so you have to be like flexible and adaptable and like that was just mad and I just love like creating mess and just having fun and like I still have champagne in my fucking flash to this day it doesn't Do go you? on my camera <laughs> but my every time I, I go I was like, you. Yeah. <laughs> every time it's so funny I'm like worth it for the shot for the gram <laughs> so worth it for the shot um yeah no you do you do like a really amazing job and um what was I gonna say about a fucking brain fart oh yeah um something that I've learned over doing so many photo shoots um, in my time is that like the pictures and stuff that we can collect for, um, the, like for the shoot, I never now are like, this is like, let's replicate it because different body, different height, different body shape, different lighting. Like it's so hard to just replicate a picture. And I, we like, I've tried, maybe we've tried, I can't remember where you almost try and do like the same thing that they're doing. And it just looks so fucking shit when you try and do it, because it's just, you know, like it's completely different lighting body all that kind of stuff like we said before and so now whenever I'm collating like those Pinterest pictures and stuff it's always like this is the vibe even for my Sedona shoot I said to him I was like we're not copying these pictures it is just that you get the vibe that I want that's it Mm. and then oh my god if you are just if you rock up and you're just like spontaneous and like let's just flow with it put some fucking music on I feel like that actually allows you to capture more of a vibe because you're flowing rather than like being this like strict like gotta put on here like here yeah and that turns out shit anyway yeah and photographers love when they can bounce off the energy of other people Mm. because if we're given like it must look like this it completely restricts our creativity and we're stuck in this little box so by having clients who are just like again here's the essence here's the vibe and it's the same when I ask people to do Pinterest boards I'm like I don't want to replicate what you've got but let's just take an essence or an energy from that and create our version of it Mm. because nothing's ever going to beat that and I always have people then go oh my god like our shoot photos are way better than even the Pinterest photos I'm like that's what we're fucking going for oh my god you know that (laughs) part that we did if like at the um like near the wardrobe and 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 
like me out, and it was like I am the fucking Pinterest photo. Like it was I better. Am <laughs> like, I am. I am the Pinterest board. It was better than the Pinterest pic that we had for like the inspo. Literally, like so that shoot was. That shoot was so fucking banging. It was just, it was so good. Anyway, I miss it. It was like, it was a really fun day. I I do miss it. Anyway, is there any last parting words that you would like to say about your business or any insight and like that, Gabby? Um, just fucking enjoy what you do. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, we only, it's such a fucking cheesy thing, but like literally you only live once. You're only here for such a short yeah. period of time. Just follow what makes you happy, follow your joy. And, um, you know, like a huge lesson for me that I'm right in the middle of learning at the moment is that, uh, I work like with my business. I don't work for it. And at the, like at the end of the day, I come first and my life comes first. And I read this amazing quote the other day. It was like, don't get so caught up trying to create a legacy that you forget to live a life. And I was like, mm. oh my God, that literally got me so, and my partner both in the fields. I'm like, yes, this is about creating a life, not a fucking legacy. Like great icing on the top, great cherry on top. Yeah. But I just want to fucking enjoy my no, life. I so. mean, it's true. Like if you create all the success, but you have no one to share it with, you're not having fun, your heart's not happy. Like we're, we're not put on the planet to like create jobs we're put on the planet to like love and to experience love and happiness and have fun and be like enjoy all the time not sitting at a fucking desk so preach amazing (laughs) thank you gabby for your time thanks for having me so ladies as mentioned if you want different results you got to do a different fucking thing baba is open tuesday 6th of july early bird is only until sunday evening and then it goes up to full price this is the last time i'm opening it for the rest of the year so get in or snooze you lose um yeah have a great fucking day and i'll see you on the next episode